This show is so good. TheCheese.com <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alright, an umpire and a vampire square off week after week, reviewing movies outside their own strike zone. This week's movie is the 1985 Vision Quest and the 1986 sequel to Alien, Aliens, with an S. Starring Sigourney Weaver, Linda Florentino, Matthew McConaughey, Paul Reiser, Bill Paxton, Ronnie Cox... <laughs> And the shoot. Now, two guys whose very own vision quest is to have more real people in the chat room than bots. <laughs> Jeff Miller and Tim Kretschmann. They catch up. They catch up with us later. They, they do. do. They do. They do. But we do a show live, and it's just like, oh, okay. I and am I'll a listen. bot. Hold on a second. And I'll listen. Hold on a second. I mean, and I'll listen. Hold on a second. I'm not doing anything. What just happened? What just happened? I didn't talk. Listen, hold on. We're oh, being that's taken you. over by that's bots. you. Yeah, uh, bots that are over Lake Huron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ho Chi Minh, baby. All right. Well, hey everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Dead on the Bases. It is. I'm the vamp. He's the ump. Now he's Jeff Miller. We call him the ump because he's a huge sports fan, and I give him horror movies absolutely every week. That's true. Okay. Oh, am I Jeff, supposed to say something else? Jeff <laughs> is the actual originator of the designated hitter rule in the major leagues. He suggested it one day to the commissioner at the time, stating that pitchers can't hit worth a damn anyway. Okay. This is a true story. I found it in the history books. So. Yeah. Well, it's not true. But anyways, <laughs> story. Tim, he's, he's the vamp. He was probably born like in 1629 or whatever. He tells us he is born and drinks blood and sleeps upside down. I don't know. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> no. I was Tim. born in October 15th of 1211. I was born in Omro, Romania. I was bitten at the age of 31, which explains my youthful appearance in 1242. Why do you stay, do you stay that same age? I, I was bitten by a carny. At the ancient circus, and the carny was named Bob, which is a traditional Romanian name. Oh, yeah. So what? <laughs> these are things I know. So, anyways, but but anyway, so <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim is a big horror fan, and he's just he, he wants, but he likes a lot of movies. But sports isn't his first go-to, so I give no. him a sports movie every week, and he reviews that. And what did you give me this week? I Jeff? gave you a, I gave you what I felt was a fantastic movie. This is a movie that brought me back to high school. Um, it's Vision Quest. I actually wrestled in high school myself. I heard they found out about your GED and they wanted to bring you back to high school. <laughs> GED. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Tim had Vision Quest. Vision Quest is a 1985 movie. And I gave Jeff seven-time Oscar award-nominated Aliens. Yep. Fantastic film. You watched the original Alien only three episodes ago. That's correct. So this is still fresh in your mind. And I gave you this, and it's going to be a lot of fun asking you about what your thoughts are of the two movies. Because there's a lot of debate between those two movies. So A lot. A lot. But here's one quick thing. Yes. I'm gonna just going to make two quick comments. First of all, thank you, Tim, for being awesome. For bringing, oh. putting the uh, the sequel right away. I like that. I like being able to do that. Okay. Um, the other thing is, I didn't like that that movie poster cover as much as like the other one. 
A vision quest? No, no, no. The other, like, that's not the official one for aliens. I think it is. Well, it sucks, okay? I, I like a different one. Is it the one with just the egg? Yeah. No. That was from Alien. No, no, this is Aliens. I think it's the one with the, the head, like. Oh, yeah, that is an alternate. Okay, maybe that I like the alternate. This time I like the alternate better. Yeah. Okay. But anyways. Hey, you know, actually. Yeah, Tim. Since we don't pay for our time, we can go as long as we want. Uh, yeah, we probably will this poster, week. Yeah, we probably are. I knew that instantly. Uh, picking which poster is sometimes really difficult. I usually gravitate for whatever I thought was the original one okay. when they put it out. Okay. But sometimes I can't even tell. But like, but like Hot Dog, you knew you took it to alternate. I took the alternate because she was hot. Because you know what your friend likes. Yes, I do. I knew it also would be distracting to you. It is. Which was great. <laughs> I, have, I have a few things to say about Alien. I'll, I have a few things coming. to say about Aliens too. Yeah, go Not ahead. Not yet, because what we do here next is it's, I go first. It's Tim's show, so he goes first all the time. Yeah, and, and also I didn't feel like moving the button. That was a, a lot of it. That All right. Where the button goes. So I hit that button, and then I hit this button. There we go. We are getting hey, Tim, ready. Tim, you know, I'm always in your your shot over there. Maybe you should move your – should I move it more this way? Because that looks kind of like – I love that. Do you like that better? Sure. No, but then your head's kind of cut off. Just put it back. I don't like that. That's, that looks there. good. There. I think that's good. All right. Now that you distracted me from doing my job. Look at that. There's two of me there. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm doing a show with an infant, ladies Go and ahead. Gentlemen. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tim. All right. Well, the movie I did was Vision Quest, which I didn't even write down. Was it 1986 or 85? 85. 85. No, 86. No, Vision Quest. No, Vision Quest is 85. Vision Quest is 85, guaranteed. It's, it's 85. You're looking at the screen. It should say 1985. It does. It does. Okay. Oh, excuse, so it's excuse me, Mr. I know my so numbers. So this, this movie came out the same year as Back to the Future. Correct. Okay. So <laughs> this movie is about Matthew Modine's in it, and Matt is named Loudon in here, one of many weird things about him. He wants to drop two weight classes to get beaten up by some guy named Shoot. Yep. Okay, and I'm serious. He wants to get beaten up. I think. I don't think. He, I don't think he's smart enough to know that he, he shouldn't do this. He does come across as very, very um dim-witted. Dim-witted, but I, another word, Stupid. very, very innocent. No. Yeah, no. I think he's, he has a very childish innocence about him. I do. Well, he's a room service waiter. <clears throat> And sometimes he go. delivers to people Here that exercise with Tai Chi. And then now, is Tai Chi a good exercise? Eighty million Chinese would, okay. would say it is. Here's watch. <laughs> I'm going to do some Tai Chi. This is something I, if I can do it, it's not a good exercise, right? That's pretty well done. Nah, that's it. the rule. I tried Tai Chi once, and I was yeah. bored with it. I, I didn't get it. I just like you said, just. Well, I didn't the, get the guy that was doing it in here found a way to make it interesting for himself. I guess what he did was tie pee-pee. <laughs> okay. Because he tried to grope Loudon while doing Tai Chi. Remember what he called it to? His wad. Try to grab my wad. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the lingo in here was, was pretty... Very 85. Very 85. Very 85. Um, okay, so... Loudon and his divorced father 
invite a very young woman to live with them. Yes. This is so damn creepy. It, it's like the setup to a sex comedy. <laughs> and find, right? It's like, hey, Dad, want to get the hot chick to live with us? Sure. She's down on her luck. Well, we should be able to take advantage of her. No problem. Uh, it's that, right? Yes. I mean, this is... By the way, folks, this is the plot. So we got a simple-minded idiot that wants to get beaten up by a guy named Shoot. He goes and he serves people in a hotel that keep grabbing his yanker. And then they invite a young woman to live with them. Uh, he and his father, no less, to go live with him. Then he's got this strange friendship with Mr. Elliot. I mean, his English teacher. And it's like this weird friendship. They're like oddly close. I wasn't this close to any of my teachers. I liked some of my teachers. I wasn't that close, no. They were like, they were like beer drinking buddies. Yeah. Well, they were in a bar together. Yeah. I'm like, how is this? And then he's a teacher. It's 85, okay? This is when I went to high school. This is when you went to yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah, How many of our teachers wore sports jackets and ties? Zero. That's right. Zero. That, it was not prevalent. I, I Every time I see that in a movie, I'm like, you have not been in a high school for no. 30 years. Especially you weren't in a high school in 1985. Yeah, I, I don't know where that comes from. That is definitely somebody that went to high school in the 50s and, or 60s. And he had that generic, he had that generic 85 tie on. Remember, it was just yes. straight down with a straight across. Yeah. The teacher, <laughs> was I, so, it, it, it was distracting. It was so bad. Then, okay. Yeah, here's the other thing. So brainless, we'll just call him Loudon here. Loudon keeps telling everybody, "I'm going to be a doctor in outer space." Yeah, that's where he was a little dumb. He's a little dumb, dumb. <laughs> a little. Yeah, he. Um, here's what he happened. Here's what happened. Yeah, he was put in a chokehold, and air did not make it to his brain for a very long time. And then, okay, he's starving himself to cut weight. So he faints from a lack of water. He gets nosebleeds, and he's still thinking, you know what I should do? I should do strenuous physical activity. Um, I think they thought his character was supposed to come off as quirky or yes. cute. I think they are going for and that. And he comes off as weird and possibly a dementia patient. Uh, and then his coach, which we'll talk about the coach more, <laughs> he has so much hair coming out of the collar so, of every one of his shirts. It made me frightened. I thought the thing was coming for him. Now, now I wrestled, and there was never yeah. a wrestling coach that wore a single. He never, our wrestling coach never wore a single. We had Detective <laughs> Budish as one of our coaches. Right. Coach Nitka and yeah. Coach Iverson, not one of them had a singlet on when they were, tra when they were training us. That well, was ridiculous. Okay, I have a question though. Did yeah. the coaches ever manhandle you? No, because I was no. sitting there and I'm thinking that looks like a lawsuit, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Because if if he even by mistake would hurt you, it's abuse. If his hand would graze the Thai pee pee, <laughs> there's a different type of lawsuit. I I was just like. No. I don't think so. No, they just made us run. We ran the halls, ran, ran, ran. Well, they had a few weird exercises. There was like 
climbing the wall using pegs. Now, we that, had that one I know they have. Okay. We had that. Then there's crawling on the floor, not using your legs. Yeah. They had uh, falling over from lack of nutrition. They had sniffing <laughs> women's up. underwear. That's not, that was piggyback. not wrestling. They had no. like this piggyback lean back thing where somebody that Yeah, that looked look like that hurt. Oh, my God. Yeah, like and then better. jumping rope, that didn't do anything for him. There was Contra Rules Ring Around the Rosie that they played at one point. They were wearing Intense. silver jumpsuits like they were part of NASA. Uh, one of their exercises <laughs> just walking around and getting nosebleeds or sexually assaulting women staying at your house while in your basement. Uh, I mean, Tim, I, I want, weird. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the the whole like spacesuit thing. Okay, please do, so, because that well, is bizarre behavior. Well, back when I wrestled, that's what we, we used, garbage bags. He's working back when I wrestled. He's working it into every Well, I want to qualify this. Okay. I want to qualify this movie for you. Okay. So I didn't have to worry about losing weight. There was guys that were spitting in cups all day, spitting in towels, just wearing garbage bags to school. Wait, wait. So you spit, and you're losing weight? I guess that's Give what they thought second. they were doing. Hold on, everybody. So anyways. What do you think? What do you I, think? Pretty good, huh? Yeah, I think you lost a little bit. <laughs> but you you bet it did. But see Look at that. See Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that problem at why, all. Why why do we go to the gym again? I just have to just spit, right? Spit over there. <laughs> so, why did you tell me this earlier? So you see in this scene here where they have their shirts off and they're they're getting weighed in. Are you gonna talk about the weigh in scene? Probably not. Okay. You can talk about so, it now. That was very true. They would have both teams line up and you would you get weighed in. And there's people there, it was buck naked, there were people there that just had their, their shorts on because they had to make weight. You had to be the weight. Well, I wrestled ninety eight pound weight class, right? But but freshman year What? Ninety eight pounds? Yeah. But but I think I the, the cheese that I had earlier today. <laughs> but but freshman year I only weighed eighty seven pounds. So I was I was kind of a I was kind of a smartass and uh, what a shock this story and, is. And start I'd be the first true. I'd be the first one to like weigh in for ninety eight pound weight class. Now, granted, I didn't wrestle varsity, of course, but the guy next to me standing there, he's naked because he's trying to make ninety eight. I'm gonna make it, so I'm I'm on there. I was I was kind of a jerk. I was on there, all my sweatsuit on. I had a jacket on. I had a shake from the milkshake that they sold up in the cafeteria. I said, "All right, coach, weigh me up." I got up to about 90. <laughs> like, I'm good. I'd go on the mat and get pinned. <laughs> but I had a good laugh when but I was going to This is where in. you got the nickname Killer Miller, right? It's exactly where I got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah because I won, I won. Should I just tell them what my record? I won, sure. I won one match. I won the very last match wow, that I was in. Wow, that's cool. And it was... <laughs> And it was pretty it's more cool. than I had, but it was pretty cool because I, I actually was in a in a match where I was I was dominant. I'm like I was calling this guy a fish and all that. I'm like, come on, fish, let's go. I was I was kind oh of oh my god. I was talking a lot of smack on the on the mat, and Nitka liked it, Budish liked it, they all liked it. They they liked it. They wanted Killer Miller to win, uh, and Killer <laughs> Miller won. Now I don't know if you know, I also wrestled. Yeah, I did in. Um, March of 1602, I oh, boarded the Erasmus here we go. under Captain Blackthorn, and we went to Shut feudal up. Japan. Shut up. While there, Shut I became up. a sensation as a sumo wrestler. <laughs> and 
I went by the name Sukiyaki. So you weren't doing spitting. You weren't doing any spitting, were you? I was. I was. I was Sukiyaki, <laughs> and I even have my ring music here. Hold on. All right. You don't know the reference. I don't. That's awesome. I'm sorry. Is That's it from, good. Is it from... Uh, That's good. No, it was like a 1960s Japanese song that went... Hong Kong Fui? Cross, cross countries. Uh, yeah, it's called Sukiyaki. So. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's... I need to mention something from behind the scenes on Vision Quest. No, I'm not... <laughs> what a freak. Unbelievable. All right. So, one of the... Uh, producers of this movie is Peter Goober. He was a producer. <laughs> Shut up. And he used to do a TV show that me and Trogdorsk used to watch quite a bit called Shootout on AMC uh, with Peter Bart. But he also produced Flashdance, yep, Spider-Man, I, yep. and American Werewolf in London. There you go. Yeah. So I saw that movie. I just a little connection there. The director, Harold Becker, did Taps and Sea of Love. I that's s- about all I could find of note. I saw Sea of Love. I never saw Taps. I know what that's about, but I didn't see that. Yeah, Taps is actually a very good movie. It's that's a very with good movie. Tom Cruise, right? Uh yeah, very young Tom Cruise. And it, it was one of those movies that had like a bunch of up and coming. I always think of uh, I think Tim Matheson was in it. Yeah. Timothy Bottoms. That's one of those two. But real, really good movie. Uh, okay, so we meet Shoot. Now Shoot is going up and down the bleachers, carrying a length of a utility, not a phone, but a utility pole. All right. Uh, this guy might even be weirder. Yes. Than Matthew Modine. The so they're like, Loudon. "Hey, Matthew Modine, he's a goof." But don't worry, we got a bigger goof right over here. And then we have now. It, I have a question. Yeah. Now you said your weight class. What was it? Ninety-eight right? pound. Ninety-eight. Yep. Okay. This the weight class was nineteen or not nineteen. One sixty-eight. Uh, one seventy-eight and one sixty-eight. Why the hell don't they just do like one eighty? I don't know. Seventy. I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I thought you were an expert. I'm not. You know, when I used to wrestle, it didn't matter how big I got. You would have been in the unlimited no. weight class because yeah. that was there was a class for that. And then be me. So then they have Daphne <laughs> Zaniga is in here. Yeah, she was she was in Spaceballs. Yes, and she's in and Melrose Place and a lot of stuff. Um, she <laughs> is the editor of the paper. Yep, the sports reporter. She's a suspenders enthusiast. <laughs> As many women were in 85. I saw that and I went, that's a, that week. That, yep. that was the week, you know. Um, and they have her be a secret admirer for one scene. Right, 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 right. That goes nowhere. Right. I'm like, what is this? I, I honestly, I felt like they shot that scene and they're like, this girl might be going somewhere, and if she goes somewhere, we got this whole subplot we'll put oh. in there. But it, no, I don't know. It seemed weird. I think this was developed from a book. I bet that was something in the book. There's a. This is a book. Yeah, that was a book. 
And they have tried remaking this movie with um, seriously the guy from Twilight, uh, Taylor. No, Lowden. yes, that tasty guy or the wolf no, the, guy? the wolf. Oh, the wolf guy. I could see that. I honestly, Matthew Modine does not look like a wrestler. No, no, he doesn't. When you look at shoot, when you see shoot, he looks like a wrestler. And you see him, you're like, there's no way they both weigh 168. And, and the other thing I think is. Run for your life, Matthew Modine. Yeah. You're about to be killed. Yeah. You are about to be bare fist stomped to death. But I but I can tell you something that really got me going in this. Um, okay. I don't want to ruin anything. Go ahead. With Matthew Modine, how he's getting ready for his, his final wrestling match against shoot. He's he's doing lunatic that song, he's he's jumping rope and he busts out the doors. I love that. You didn't like that? Did that get you pumped up? No. I thought that Tim, was the weirdest fucking scene. Tim, I wanted to go wrestle. I, I wanted to go wrestle. Okay. I Don't give me a look like at that. that exact moment, the... At that exact moment, I was reaching over for a pretzel. Okay. So, Linda Fiorentino, okay? Yes. She, for some reason, feels like she can move in with this young man that's about her age. And her father, and just take over his actual room while he lives in the basement, uh, where you know he is masturbating quite heavily, thinking about her. He does say it. He says it, yeah. Yeah, there's no question about it. But is her character a sickie? Because I'll tell you, she doesn't seem to be liking him all that much until he nearly rapes her in the basement. Yes. And then she, yes, like, you're right. one scene later, you're she right. says, oh, I kind of get a kick out of old people. That she wants to go on a long road trip alone with the dude the next day. Yes. What? And, and Tim, and Tim, how far away did that grandpa live that they had to make a stop halfway? But yet on the well, way, okay. but then on the way okay. back, they made a full trip. Yeah, and and Grandpa came out to the I know to the, the uh, wrestling thing. I'm like, what did they do? Send the train for? Thank him? you. I don't know. Thank you, Tim. Uh, okay, now you know this movie was shot in the '80s. Without any other prompt, you would know because almost every girl in the movie wears a wacky hat at some point. Yeah, yeah. During the thing, and I was sitting there thinking. I, I don't remember that a whole lot in no. high school, but I saw it a lot in movies at the time. I don't remember seeing that either. It was it was big time in all the John Hughes movies, yeah. and all that. And I'm like, I did see the suspenders thing. I saw. Suspenders I remember in a couple of girls that constantly were in suspenders, and I'm thinking, well, they probably put out so much Stop. they need to be easier access Stop, to the good stuff. Uh, now, the music was very good when it was a jukebox score, but there were a lot of sections of this movie with no music whatsoever. And as you know, I watched the, the credits pretty close and it said, music by Tangerine Dream. I think they did like the ending sequence where the wrestling occurs. I don't think they did the rest of the movie because they played Crazy for You by Madonna about 38 times during the movie. They did. And and it's like, I understand it because Madonna was just hitting when this thing 
came out. And this was crazy for you in a lot of ways. Was kind of I know it was on their first big album, yep. but I think that was the first big single off I, of that. I think album. you're right. It was kind of her calling card. But Tangerine Dream, it, it wasn't Lady Hawk. You know, I I wasn't hearing that. So I do have the soundtrack list. Let's see. We had um, only the lone, uh, only the young by Steve Perry. Uh, they had uh, what was another good one? Heart in My Heart by Marv Ross was in there. Something called Gambler by Madonna. That one I don't remember she's, being in there. She's actually singing that Tim in the bar. Oh, was that the bar one? That okay. was the bar song. Kevin Cronin's Time for Me to Fly was in here. Sammy Hagar's I'll Fall in Love Again. Uh, let's see. What's another one? Eh, Lunatic Fringe. Who's yeah. That? Where is Lunatic? Yeah, Lunatic Fringe is when he's Tom getting ready. Cochran, yeah. That was good, man. I'm telling no, you. No, I'm going to no. play that one. Hot-Blooded by Foreigners in Hot there. One of my favorite nah, 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 foreigner nah. films. Hot-Blooded. I absolutely love it. Uh, but, okay, so it had what I call a jukebox thing. You know, it was just like our score is going to be we're going to get a bunch of songs and put them in the background. Guardians of the Galaxy did this. Whereas, like, at certain scenes, we're going to play pop hits. And I really kind of enjoyed it from a nostalgia standpoint. Yeah. But I, I thought the score was a little lacking sometimes. I do have to ask you, as a wrestling expert... <laughs> what's with the earmuffs that's so you don't get cauliflower ear so when you're in there you, they yeah. can give you a cross face or get you across across the ear and if they keep hitting it enough you're gonna get a big like a cauliflower type ear does that ever heal or you no. just have terrible yeah. looking ears you have that for okay rest of time at one point he says is balance the uh, he says balance is the most important part of wrestling mm-hmm. it's true Okay, but you're unbalanced. That's why I didn't. I wasn't very good. That's why I, was, I overthought it too much. Okay, another question. They're they're wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At no point did they show a body slam. No body that's, slam because that's they not real wrestling. They didn't throw anybody into the turnbuckles. No chairs. I was looking. No chairs. <laughs> you know what else happened? What? So. Can I spoil who wins the big match at the end? Yeah, I, go I ahead. Think everybody's go ahead. This is a great out. movie. You're gonna love it anyway. Yeah, Loudon wins, right? Yeah. They they go over to the shot of his father and his grandpa, right? His father looks excited. Grandpa looks like he's wondering if he lost the batteries in his hearing aid or something. He's just like, <laughs> that's grandpa. I was like, was he medicated? I don't know. Can I say something about that final scene, too? You can. Uh, he wrestled 168. There were three more weight classes after that, and mm-hmm. they're all celebrating, and there's still a whole three other guys to still wrestle that, that night. Okay. I was wondering about yeah. that. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like he was the, wasn't the unlimited weight where his was the last match. Yeah. There, there was three other matches after that. Okay, I don't know what just happened. It's supposed to start. Let's try that again. Got to let it reset. Now, let's go. We have some horror movie connections, folks. Okay. So, 
How do you think I'm going to do this time? You think there's going to be a lot of horror movie connections? I think you're going to find a lot in there. I, I already know Matthew Modine. He was in. I know one thing about him: Stranger Things. But that's about Stranger it. Stranger Things. He was also in Forty Seven Meters Down, which is a great shark movie. Is it? I honestly, I've heard good and bad about that. Uh, it has an ending that will probably piss you off. I would enjoy watching. I don't get you upset that it. easy. You too, too. I don't, uh, I don't get that upset. You, you just want me to hit the trigger alert, and I'm not going. To I'm not fall looking for, for that. I'm not falling for it right now. I'm in the middle of my horror movie. Tim's connection. trigger is hitting my the trigger favorite alert. section. Linda Fiorentino. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Get this. No horror credits. What was so? Jade was just uh that was just a, a detective movie. Jade. Yeah, that's okay. uh, that's like uh, that's actually like a neo noir. Uh, she was in Dogma and Men oh, yeah. in Black. Yeah, she only had thirty credits. Are I you serious? Like, I thought I, you know, I thought she was in a lot of stuff. Thirty credits I found on her. I was like, this is BS. All right, so then we have Ronnie Cox. He did not have 30 credits. Guy has been in everything. Uh, he, of course, is probably best known to our viewers as being in RoboCop as uh, the main villain. But he uh, was also in Deliverance, which is, yeah. you know, people say either a thriller or a horror movie, depending on how much you like bending over in public. Um, what? What? <laughs> now, actually, I said best known from RoboCop, but that's actually a lie. What he's best known for is he was the chief of police in Cop Rock. He's, Watching your face. He's also the chief of police in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, he is. But um, and Paul Reiser. And Paul Reiser. Yeah, but in Cop Rock, he got to sing a Western song. What so is Cop Rock? Oh my God. The guy yeah, that movie? made NYPD, uh, was it NYPD Blue? Yeah, it was uh, Steve Mbacho who made NYPD Blue. It was such a huge hit that they said, you can make whatever the hell you want. And he said, <laughs> okay, I want to make a musical cop uh, TV show. Yeah. It lasted for half a season. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. The guy... Um, because it was so bad, you like loved the fact no, that it was so bad? I loved it. It, it had music by Randy Newman, okay. who um, you know, did all yep. the music from Toy Story and that. Yep. So the songs were pretty good, but the show was so dark. It was, was like it really? a really dark uh, cop show, and then he'd start <laughs> dancing. There's one scene where it was such a juxtaposition. It was like, they're they're in a courtroom, and uh, the the judge says, "Okay, jury, what is your verdict?" And he goes, "He's guilty, Jug. He's guilty. He's guilty. He's going to hell and going to prison and all this stuff." It's like this big production number about this guy being guilty. Oh my gosh! It was so freaking insane. Uh, I love that show. Uh, you can ask you can ask Trogdor. He'll right. tell you. I love that show. I, I think it's Swobat says the same thing. Great yeah, movie. Yeah. Great show. Uh, he was in the horror movie franchise, The Car. He was in The Car and The Car Road to Revenge. A little bit of a killer uh, car type of series. Like Christine? He was in, yeah, very okay. much like that. Uh, the Beast Within, he was in. That's a classic. He was in an episode of Dark Room, which is my favorite anthology horror uh, show of, like, I think it's 
the late 80s. But he also was in The Outer Limits. The Outer Limits, uh, we hear it come up so often when I do the horror movie connections. He was in there. Now, this one, I know you know the horror movie connection. Yes, I do. That is Charles Hallahan. He was in The Thing, which means... He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's a double Hall of Famer. Because... It was a movie you picked. Yes. And it was also a horror movie and a sports movie. Yes. We're talking about right now the fan. Yes, the fan. I was going to say the fan. He was in the fan. Yes, yeah, yeah. He was. He was the catcher guy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he was in sorry. a killer <laughs> bat movie called Nightwing. I thought I gave you the right clues. I'm sorry. You did, but and I was thinking about something else. I I know. And uh, he was in Twilight Zone, the movie, not The Outer Limits. But this next guy, you probably also recognize. Very young Forrest Whitaker yep. was in the film. He did not have too many horror credits, but he was in the 1993 Body Snatchers. But his big horror credit is... Uh, oh, you look like you had it. I No. Okay, Species. Yes. I know you've seen but Species. I, but I have something for you. Or yeah. do you. Are you going to put up the Hall of Fame Hall of Famer? Why? You can put it up and I'll tell you why. He was in a movie that I gave you. First season. Or second season. I don't know, third season. Major League. The Color of Money. He was in The Color of Money. He takes down uh, Paul Newman. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, okay. I get a point for that. No, you do not. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Always scamming for points. But but you've got to be a little bit impressed. I I am impressed. Then we got Harold Sylvester. Yes. He was Mr. (laughs) Elliot, was his character name. Uh, He was the English teacher him, he he was in 1972's Night of the Strangler, which I don't think anybody knows. But I recognize him from one of my favorite science fiction movies. He was in Inner Space. I love Inner Space. I know you don't like it. I love Inner Space, so I, I was so happy to see his face. And he was in one of my favorite television shows, Married with Children. Yes, yes, he was uh, at the shoe he, store. Yeah, he, he sold was, shoes. Yeah. I've been pressing the hell out of you tonight, aren't I? I am. I, I am really excited. Now, this is Daphne wow. Zuniga. Looks really good. Well, this was in her prime. She was very young in Vision Quest. I okay. think she had to be like 14 or something. Okay. Uh, she, of course, went on to make Spaceballs and wow, Melrose Place she was in. Um, she also was in... An episode of The Outer Limits. <laughs> I swear, it's unbelievable how often that comes up. It's not just Canadians, though. She's from California. But in the 90s, if you had movies like in the 80s and it seemed like you were ending your career, yeah. Outer Limits just snagged you in because it was the end of the 90s. She was also in The Fly 2. How was that? I've never watched it, and I'm glad that I haven't. And next we have James Gammon. Oh, now, yeah. he is Hall of Fame yep. because he was the manager in Major League, right? Yes, that's correct. As manager, yeah. Uh, he's also been in the movie Silver Bullet, The Cell, and the TV series The Monster Squad. That is not the movie that I have assigned for you okay. later. all right. It is a Saturday morning show that starred Gopher from The Love Boat. 
I have the entire series. The entire series you can find on YouTube. It's hilarious. It, it's so kid show, but it was basically a waxwork of Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman come to life and solve crimes. Oh, cool. But it was live action. It was not a cartoon. It oh, it was wasn't? Live action. So they got people in Saturday suits? morning show. Yes. And oh, my it God. Is ridiculous. It's awesome. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, it's my so God. It's so much fun. Uh, okay, so that's the Monster Squad. And then we have this person. That's right. Madonna was in the film. Uh. She didn't just sing it. What do you think? Did she have horror credits or not that I could find? She she's had a lot of movies. No, she isn't a hag. Don't no. Don't, I said oh, she has. Oh, had I'm sorry. A lot of movies, but no, I don't think she's been in any. They, no, I don't think so. There you Correct. go. Yeah. I didn't find any, but I did find one other guy that's. He has like a walk-on role in here, but I was like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Name of Raph, uh, Raphael Sparge. He actually played Jiminy Cricket on Once Upon a Time, but he was in, like, the Hidden 2 Monsters okay. uh, TV series, Werewolf. I didn't put his picture up because, quite frankly, who cares? We got Madonna well, up. You know, but that's the horror movie Connection. Isn't that exciting? I was excited. All right. So it is our, <laughs> we are already over time. You knew that I, was happening. Yeah, we all knew this. Everybody buckle in. Because now it's time for the sports report. Oh, we still get sports tonight? Great. Yeah, but that's what you're the only one saying. And <laughs> oh, we'll... Oh, <laughs> yeah! Here we go. I got your music going right into the Thank beginning. you, thank you. Well, I pictured that up there yet. There we go. Yeah, it is. <laughs> don't don't so, screw with me, dude. So we had, we had a... We started out the week with Super Bowl. Super I heard... That they played it this year. They did. The Kansas City Chiefs. Hold on. Let me put up the graphic for it. The Kansas City Chiefs prevailed 38-35 over... The Kansas City Chiefs. Over the Philadelphia Eagles. That was a good game. 38-35. That was a good game. You know, they played the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. I said that correctly. Eagles. Oh, you liked it. Eagles. That could be good. I think that's a better name for him. And and uh, Rihanna adjusted herself. And yeah, that was... R- R- Rihanna's halftime show was very, very forgettable. No one will remember it 10 years from now. Um, it was terrible. It uh, wasn't as good as something like... What is it? Up With People? That's some good stuff. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's guys, the uh, only thing okay. I know. <laughs> Anyways... Hey, Marquette. Don't, don't pick on me because I'm beautiful. Okay? Marquette keeps on winning. They beat Marquette per- who? Marquette Golden Eagles. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. I think I know what that is. Let me hit the button. There we go. There you go. Exactly. Oh. They they beat Providence last night, 52-51. They're keeping their number 10 ranking. Probably get, there you go, they probably fail. get even a better ranking. Shaka Smarts has the the... Golden Eagles just primed for this midnight, this March Madness coming up here soon. UWM is in Youngstown tonight. They're playing in Youngstown, Ohio against the Penguins. And the oh, Mil- wait. How'd I do? And the Mil- Yeah, that's for that's hockey. Hockey, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh. And the Bucks, the Bucks are in Chicago tonight, trying to string together 12 straight wins. Wow. And that's the sports I know. As we 
as we figure it out here. There you go. I, 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 it, it, this, the, you, we're getting there. We're getting there. In, getting in two there. weeks, I will have a it, it, Iditarod update. You know, you know, I've been getting a lot of emails. And they're you telling too? Me, they're telling me that what they want is a whole podcast of just Jeff doing sports so that they can make fun of you. Great. That's uh, what I need. That's what, oh, hey. That's what wait, 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 wait. Corbin Burns uh, got re-signed by the Brewers. Oh, I loved him on L.A. Law. And then Corbin Burns. Yeah. Corbin Burns. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns? Was he the one that played the dad in Psych? No, he's the one who couldn't oh, go. Oh, he was the dentist. He's the one who couldn't go out for the ninth inning and pitch a no-hitter. His little arm hurt him. So, uh, because his, his faithful oh. coach, uh, Craig Council, pulled him out of the game because he wanted to save him for the for the playoffs and the postseason. Don't even get me started with any of that crap. Why? But Corbin Burns Why signed you, for ten ten point one million dollars. Uh, he wanted ten point seven, okay. but they gave him ten point one. All right, we tell want to remind everybody to tell a friend about the show. We're on select Thursdays, and we're uh, three innings in. Here it comes. Here's everybody's favorite. The lick, lick the butt. Right there. I caught it already. I had to pause it a few times to get it. Did you? I need my dog, Tango. You did? Yes. You know what that is when you get down to it? What? Kind of, kind of a trigger. Kind of a trigger whenever Why? you talk about... Tango, Tango triggers you? Yeah, it, it, that triggers you? That should never trigger you. you know, things you. that trigger me? What? what David Schwimmer. Really? Awful. Just the worst. Ross is the worst character to ever be portrayed on television. That's next, hurtful to say. Next to Paul Reiser's characters, whoever, whoever he was in Mad About You. I just, Tim. <laughs> and then, but my wife knows all this. So as I'm leaving the house tonight, she's like, hey, Jeff, hey, Jeff. And I thought she needed me to bring something home, like something from the grocery store. She goes, hey, one call, that's all. Call David Gruber. Because she knows that it just gets me all fired up. It's wonderful when people can get you excited about life. But, you know, it? when I think about it, a lot of people do that to me. I think they know my triggers. Really? And they get me smiled you up. Keep it, you keep it so quiet. <laughs> you really do. Well, when, <laughs> Anyways, can we talk about my movie now? We oh, can wait. remind there everybody we to send your emails. There's thousands of people sending emails every week to Jeff at otherworldlyculture.com. I got seven this past week. Did you? Yep. Next week, I promise I will... Not next week. The next time we're on, right. I promise to read one lucky email. And that email wow. that I read will receive a special gift. And people that send in artwork, either done with an AI search engine or whatever for the show, we'll put it on in our pre-show. Won't we that will. be exciting? We will. Can you, can you get that off of there? I don't like that. You don't like that? Can you make that? Why don't you close your eyes? You're pointing at the terrifier, Art the Clown, yeah. who I will be interviewing. I'm going to make sure he comes up and says hi. I won't. Me. I will not be around. I will not wa- look at that person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Tell I, us about the movie. I had the two-hour and 17-minute 1986 yeah, sequel I knew to that the movie was Alien. You. It's Aliens. But, contraire, mon frere. You know what? I needed all ten, two hours and 17 minutes of this movie. I enjoyed it. Oh. I enjoyed the fact that it was two hours and 17 minutes. I could have went two and a half. Yeah, it's great. 
Just saying. Great movie. It wasn't that great, but I'm just saying the the time the time is not what I'm going to ding you I on. I just realized I didn't grade my movie. Oh, grade it. Uh, I See how Tim down. always needs to have extra time on the air, extra yeah, time in front of the yeah. camera? I'm a seven. Uh, we're going to just what? say it. I'll just say it. I'm a seven on Vision Quest. I liked it a lot more than Hot Dog. All right. But a seven... That's about as far as I could go. You could, I couldn't get there out of you. There is an awful lot of rape in there. No, there's not. Uh, there's zero. There, no, there's there's an attempted rape in, attempted. in the film. Attempted. Oh, well, I guess that makes all the difference then. But she busted him up. Oh my God. You can't give me an eight out of that movie. Uh, we no. went to Mosquito High School. No, seven. They, they were, I was feeling generous. You got a seven. Tim, Keep talking. They were, they were the Keep talking, wait, bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Because six Tim. is right around the corner. They're the Warriors. We went to Muskego. We were warriors. warriors. It's about to become a six. Don't leave it. Leave All right. It. Moving in Aliens. Aliens. So this movie takes place 57 years after the first movie. Because what happened... A direct sequel 56 years Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. So <laughs> Aliens is just that. It's Alien with an S. So it's Aliens. They. There's a bunch of them this time. Yeah. So what happens here is that... Somehow, Ripley, who's played by Sigourney Weaver, they find her, they bring her back. I don't know if they bring her back to Earth or whatever. They just bring her to a docking station or wherever they brought her. They brought Space her back. Space station. Space station. Is there even Earth in this? No, Earth he has not been in the alien film. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. I couldn't tell if they were on Earth or not, but they were on some space yeah. station. She's 57. Yeah. She comes back after 57 years. So she's really old, but she's not because she was frozen. So she's basically the same age as she was before frozen or like in crypto whatever like crypto spiridian or whatever just yes just it was like, crypto spiridian no that's that's the stuff we drink no it's just like so maybe she, she was it. she was frozen so when she wakes up didn't she think it was great when she goes let it go let it go no no anymore. so anyways she's going back and they ever you're impressed with me i am yeah <laughs> excuse me so what happens is she goes back to the space station. They ask her a little bit about what happened, what went on over there. And she goes back to her regular daily work. She's going to work. But what they want to do, and I got confused a little bit about this, so I just kept on plurt, like forging forward in this movie. Yeah. But from what I got at this is that they were going to – the reason why they wanted to go back is because this – wherever this place was, this is a plant, was it a planet, right? Yeah. Okay, they went to this planet, and there was people that were living there because they were working for the government on there, and there was people living there. It was a colony. It was like a colony of 100 people, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a colony of 100 people. And they wanted to go there because this is where the first alien was found, and they're afraid that there'd be more aliens, correct? That's not exactly the reason. Here, here's Well, help me out because I want to talk about the movie some more. Okay, so... The people that are there were terraforming the planet. Do you understand that concept? No. They they go over it very quickly, which I like in this, but I, I learned more about terraforming later. What terraforming is, is you put these gigantic machines on a planet so that it's unbreathable atmosphere. So, like, if we were to terraform the moon, we put these giant machines there, and it would just change the uh, atmosphere to breathable oxygen. So that's why they could breathe out there. Correct. Gotcha. Because I knew you were going to say, that doesn't make any sense because they were wearing spacesuits in the first movie. You're correct. 
but then they were in 57 years they terraformed it right and these colonists were there all along and they had no idea about all these eggs that were found in the first movie right and then there's a reveal as to how that all Right. Down. So, so I'm not going to spoil that. No, I'm not going to spoil it either because I'm yeah. confused anyways. So, Always. So anyways, so Paul Reiser. Always confused. Paul Reiser, who is an awful person. No, he's a great comedian, very funny. He's not funny. And extremely talented. He's neither, none of those. Yeah, he's all those. Please, go hold on. on. Yeah, but I have a little thing. Wait, here. hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on, hold on a second. So, but. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, this, listen. In this movie, he plays like a government contractor type person, right? He does. He does. And when he dies in this movie, that was the highlight of the movie for me. Okay? I'll just tell you that because Paul Reiser's shtick to me is very... It's, I just don't like his shtick. So okay. to have him in the movie... Just wait. To have him in the movie, yeah. it just it pulled me down. I just want to see everything else. Okay. All so right. they go on this, this planet, whatever... They're breathing breathable air. They're looking for the alien because they want to make sure that the aliens didn't get to these people. Well, we find out that the aliens did get to these people, right? And the the planet's mostly taken over by these aliens, then, right? And a couple. It doesn't take them long. It it doesn't. There's only a couple hundred people on there, right? And it seems like there's a couple hundred aliens running around, right? Pretty but, quick. But now James Cameron directed Jimmy C. Yep. Yep. Jimmy C. Jimmy C. Another, but there are so many things that I see that are tied in to this movie, to tied into um, the original film. Nope, oh. not at all. Yes, there are some stuff there, but I'm going into the future. I'm going into, into the future. Um, what's the movie that's out or right we now? We will live the what rest are the blue of our people? Lives. Avatar. Avatar. There's a lot that I see that Avatar is similar to Aliens. <clears throat> okay. One. What was the thing that you sent me? The the contraption where she's in that. That one thing that she oh, goes. Oh, the loader. The loader. No. The loader is an avatar. Same thing. Same idea. He must have said, "Oh, I'm going to use this again." In Avatar, there's a okay, feral. Calm down. There's a feral kid called Spider. And here, there's a feral kid called Newt. Newt. It's kind of funny how he brings all these same things into his newer movies. Well, he wrote it. Right. So he sort of copied himself. So this is a hell of a good movie to copy. It is, and then the parts where this is similar to the first one is in the end. Not going to spoil it, but in the end, Sigourney Weaver is down to her underwear, and in the first one, she was down to her underwear. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so back to the movie. I just want that's just to make the movie more interesting. But here's the thing: I wanted to I wanted to show you like things I'm picking up. Wow, that that is pretty good, isn't it? It All right, is. so they're going in there. They're going to have to. They want to see if there's any survivors. They do, <clears throat> and they're not finding any because they're being chased by these guys all the time. <laughs> yes, though they're they're kind of like a cross between like a bug, a bug and a dinosaur. Do you kind of get that? I'll if, give you that. If they had acid for blood, right? Which is something else. Oh wait, and they had jaws that would pop out of their mouth. Yeah, that was a little weird. I think he was over the top on that, but but listen to this, though. Now, hold on. That was in the first movie, too. You know? I know, but the first movie was a little different. The first but, movie was a lot different. I'm sure we're going to get to that. Correct. And we may or may not, depending on how long my voice holds out, but yeah, listen. Yeah, you're starting to go, man. Listen to this, though. Okay. So, where was I going with this? We really don't know. So, I talked about the feral kid. Oh, yeah. so they're looking feral for people. 
<clears throat> that were alive and they weren't. There was nobody alive, but they found this little feral girl. Her name is Newt. Right. But now in the first movie, what did Ripley have? Ripley had a little kitty cat, little kitty cat. Jonesy. Right. So Newt is like her little kitty cat in this movie. She protects it. She keeps it close to her. She pets it. So she went from a pussy <laughs> to a pussy. Tim. Tim. But do you see the correlation? I didn't mean it I know. the derogatory way either time. No, I'm saying it that I'm just saying. So there. Do you see how I, I connected the dots with the two movies? Wow, that was amazing. Damn. I'm impressed <laughs> by myself, but... All right, anyways. I busted your chops. I know you I are. Am, I am glad that you noticed some of these things. I, I, I am. So then... <clears throat> so, okay, there's always a question. Did you like having a kid in the movie? No. You didn't? Nope. Okay. Nope. It slowed things down for me. See, I, I think this <clears throat> is one of my few horror movies where I'm like, the kid's pretty cool in this one. I didn't I, like I it like because her. I think the kid slows, slows you down because yeah. she goes back for the kid. And not saying that you shouldn't. But <laughs> there, there is a little bit of the let's save the dog mentality here. Now, I know and you're a dog lover, so you would probably always be for that. I'm always like, let the dog die. I'm getting the hell out of here. But you know what? That 14 minutes is longer than 14 minutes. There's no way. They screwed that whole thing up. That's not even for time. When he's like, there's 14 minutes. You have to be far away from the planet. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's I don't like when they do that because you, I start looking at my watch. I start timing things out, and then and when, you shouldn't. And then when they because said, that fourteen minutes takes at least a half hour. Yeah, at least. Now, do you know what's so important about that sequence? Which because it was like the first movie the countdown. Yeah, because they no, had a countdown in the first movie too. There is a behind the scenes thing that's cool about. Do it. you think I know this? No. So no. So I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. Aliens has one of the best scores and you may not have noticed it on the first viewing of it yeah it has I've... one of the best scores in any movie it's by james horner okay and during the sequence of the countdown it reaches an eventual climax like every yep. countdown does yep the name of that song in the soundtrack <clears throat> is called bishop's countdown i'm gonna play a cut from it right here Spoiler alert, something big explodes at that exact moment. That piece of music that I just played. Yeah. Uh, that's fair use, by the way, and while we're doing the <laughs> trivia. Okay. But Bishop's Countdown is the most used piece of music in movie trailers ever. More movie trailers have used that piece of music because a lot of times when you put together a trailer, you don't have the full soundtrack done, you know, because you're trying to advertise it. So people grab that piece of music with the dun 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 because it's such a great climax type thing. It's at the end of a lot of movie trailers, particularly in the golden years of the big blockbuster movie trailers, which was the end of the 80s through the 90s. Really? It's like they played this song over and over on the loop. So he must have made some money on that. Yeah. Now, do, do you know the... Um, you know. 
Why? The other song that was used an awful lot. I got it here somewhere. You, you know I don't. Okay. Here it is. <laughs> Isn't, isn't that what happened a couple weeks ago when uh, a balloon came floating across yes, the United it was. States? It's very good. I think I heard that during the press conference. <laughs> I just had to. Yeah, 99 yeah. Luft balloons. No, that that was never used, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I think that would have been great in a but, movie uh, trailer. But so anyway, so... So, so there, did you find the movie scary? I do not ask you No, I did not. This, But this movie is like right up... No, this movie was right up my alley. This is an action... To me, Tim... This is an action movie. Action movie. Right. Now, I I believe this is an action movie that has a lot of horror elements. No. But, okay, you say that. I did jump. But the sequence, and I don't know how this picture got in there, because that's from the first alien. But uh, mm. the face hugger scene in the med bay, yeah. where them little creepy things are crawling all over the place, you tell me that wasn't a scary scene. It wasn't. That was a scary okay. freaking scene. So it started out scary. Newt is about to get uncuted. But it started out scary. But then when Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley throws it aside, and they're trying to get out. Okay, they're trying to get out. <clears throat> yeah. I even said this to, to my wife. I'm like, but where is it? Why is it? Where'd it go? Why isn't it just come back after him? So I was kind of disappointed that they weren't in more peril in that part. There's a certain amount of peril you're allowed to put kids in in the movie before people start saying it's kind of like killing dogs in movies. Right. If you do it, you better be damn sure well, you want to. Go I didn't want her to die, but I wanted to keep coming after them. They keep batting them away or something. I don't know, but yeah, I I think I'm just saying. Now, one of the I did jump in that scene though. I did jump. You in did. It. You saw the movie in stereo because that's the version I got for yeah. you. If you get 5.1 surround, yeah. with that scene. Them suckers are crawling around behind you. Oh, Here really? Okay. It is super creepy. Okay, I, I'll take super that. Super creepy. But there's also a couple scenes where they're, they're uh, the aliens are closing in, and they're like, I got multiple readings. They're all around us. Yeah. That stuff just freaks me out. I love that movie. I, I love this movie. I like Bill Paxton's, Paxton's character in this Hudson. movie. <clears throat> Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. I liked Hudson. Um, I just, because... How would you like Hicks? Did you recognize Hicks? Let me see. I can tell you his if I recognize His name is Michael Bean. That's his picture there. No, go back. Go to the left. Go to the left. There you go. That's Michael Bean. Yes. He looks familiar to me. He was in a Western or something. Was he in Tombstone? Well, that's a picture of him in the Western. <laughs> he was in Tombstone. Yes! Look at that! Yes! He was in Tombstone. Well, but what do I know him from? I think he was Ringo. And yes. Stuff. Come on. What He's would been I? In a bunch of movies. He, he I'm not getting out of the park tonight. I am not getting out of the park tonight. He, he's probably best known for being in Terminator. He was. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, Kyle Reese, the guy that comes back in time to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. That's him. Yes. Same guy. I, yeah. I am like on fire tonight. No. Um, you are something Bill, tonight. Bill Paxton. I liked his character because his character seemed very. Like real to me, it's because uh, yeah. just like some of his lines and some well, of the way that he acted. Very, this is the movie <clears throat> that I think most people got to love Bill Paxton from. Was this film the the person that I felt worth the that I didn't like died that Sergeant Apone, mm. Al Matthews. I liked him. 
Yeah. I liked him and I, I was That's it, but you had to have him die. Yeah. Because he was the actual authority. There was that Lieutenant Gorman. Who didn't know not, he didn't, he know, anything. didn't know anything. He's yet another villain mm. in the movie. This, yes. this movie is filled with villains. Right. Um Paul Rise. So when the Sarge goes down, people are like, Oh crud, who's in charge? And that's when Hicks moves up. Yes, correct, correct. And he's a great hero. In this oh, he is. I, I think he's just he, fantastic. He really is. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, I, I rip Paul Reiser a lot just because I just don't like him. Yeah, but, because you're wrong. Whatever. Yeah. But it was. it's a really good movie. It's a good action movie. Now, I would not yeah. say it's a horror movie, so if you're going for horror, you're getting, you're getting an action movie. This is like Fast and Furious with aliens. It's That's the kind of I've action been, it is. Okay, and, and I see that uh, Swole Bed is on, but I've been trying to tell her husband for years, this is an action movie you didn't enjoy. But I, I don't think he wants all these monsters. Probably not. You know, and They're, it is monsters, but he did watch Predator and loved it, and I feel this is a lot like Predator. Yeah, well, Predator's a little more of an action movie. But Predator, than this one. Predator's only one Predator. This you got a ton of these guys coming. Oh around. my God, they're everywhere. So, I have a couple other questions about this. Okay, let's get into questions, and then we'll go to score. Thanks. <laughs> so I'm watching the clock. We're already over. Oh, we are over. Yeah, I don't have to ask any questions. No, go ahead, ask questions. <clears throat> so why didn't? So I don't understand why Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley didn't. Didn't kill that, like the the main alien. Why didn't clean, like when it was down in the thing when it was pooping out all the eggs when it was laying all the eggs? Why didn't she kill it right then? Because she was trying to sneak Newt out of there. I know, but when it was coming at, why didn't she just bear down and just kill it? She yeah, had a grenade. I don't think it's that easy to kill. She she pumped it full of grenades. She did all sorts of stuff, and that thing kept coming. I think she wasn't hitting the right spot. Okay. But well, anyways, but anyways, what a dummy she is. I know. But she but I do remember her getting an Academy Award nomination for this. Yes. And I can tell you what, I can really see her I can see why she got it. Her character is very believable. She she does a great job in this. She is not by any means over the top. And you'll see movies where the actor overplays it or underplays it, but I think yeah. I believed she was Ripley. I believed she was the character that she was. Yeah, that's her job. Yep. She's very good at her job. I I I just think this is a fantastic movie. What's funny is I rewatch all the stuff I assign you when when it comes to week because I'm never sure I'll remember it. And I was watching this movie at first and I'm like, I've seen this a hundred times, I don't need to watch it that much. About ten minutes in, I stopped doing everything else. I you know, I, at first I'm checking Facebook or whatever. Yeah. About 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, no, this movie is so freaking good. Before I know it, those next two hours have passed. You know, it's just like, that movie just grabs you by the throat and pulls you through. I actually have a hard time determining if I like The Thing or this one more. No. At this point. I, I'm gonna I stay, really I'm, love this movie. I'm, I'm holding tight with The Thing. Yeah. But I can tell you why I know that this is a good movie. First of all, the two hours didn't seem like it was two hours at all. Yes. It's very well paced. And the second thing is, is usually when I watch these movies that you assign me, my wife goes and does something else. I mean, right. she really does. But I said, I said, Dallas, I got to watch this. And she had nothing else to do. So she kind of did what you did. She was like in and out, and then all of a sudden, 
She sat down. It sucks you in. And it sucked her in. And she's a person that, that her guilty pleasure is Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And this had enough action for her that kept her involved. She, she now, loved- they don't take a Subaru and fly out to the moon. No. No, but my wife liked it. Not, that's not because I liked it, but I know it's a good movie then, especially a horror movie because she, too, is not big into horror movies. Yeah. But we had no problem watching this whole thing, and yeah, it was Fantastic. good. Good deal. All right, so I believe it is scoring time. Yep. Let's see if I can get this right. All right, what are you scoring it? I have my finger poised over a number. It's going to be an eight. Oh, okay. There it is, an did, eight. Did you have me higher or lower? I had you at nine. Did you? No. I, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'll, when I rewatched this thing, I don't remember liking it as much as I do. So, I really like this movie so a lot. The reason why I couldn't give it anymore is yeah. because I didn't really have that. I'm supposed to be watching horror movies. And to me, this didn't, to me, Tim, honestly, it didn't no, feel like a horror I, movie. I get that. But that is a common attack <clears throat> against this movie. And there are people that say, well, that's why Alien, the original, is better. And I'm sorry, I like this movie a lot more. But it's, it's really good. I, so if I have to pick the two, which one I like more? Yeah. I like this one more because there's more action. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fun freaking movie. <laughs> and oh, and the android's a good guy. Yes. Yeah. Bishop. The character of Bishop I could talk about all day. I, I love that character. And Lance Henriksen is a great actor. Are you going first this time or am uh, I? No, why don't you go first because I got a lot of scribbly notes here. Okay. So I'll, I'll go through mine now. To remind everybody, I don't know why that happened twice, uh, but to remind everybody what the rules are during our trivia time, I okay. will read three items about the movie Aliens for me this week, and one of them is false, the other two are true. It okay. is up to Jeff to figure out which is which. I'm good. So, in Aliens. Let's see. We'll start with your friend Paul Reiser. Ugh, he used why? to work for Pauly Shore's mother you're, by performing you're a jerk. at why the Comedy you... Star in L.A. We should make it that there should be a, a Pauly Shore part to every trivia we do. All right, now, go ahead. Pauly, yep. okay. Listen <clears throat> to the question go again. this I'm time. Sorry, go ahead. Instead of getting triggered, Paul Reiser used to work for Pauly Shore's mother by performing at the Comedy Store in L.A. Okay. Okay. And since I know you love him, Paul Reiser recently was introduced as a character on Amazon Prime's The Boys. That's the second one. Uh, Let's see. I'll I'll make the third one not about Paul Reiser. We'll go with director James Cameron wrote the script for First Blood Part Two: Rambo. So you're three. Paul Reiser used to work for Pauly Shore's mother. Uh, yeah, Paul Reiser recently was introduced as a character on Amazon Prime's The Boys, and director James Cameron wrote the script for First Blood Part Two: Rambo. <laughs> oh, wait, everybody, can, did everybody hear that? I hope you turned it up for that. Can Can I just Can I ask a question about this? <clears throat> can you tell me what what The Boys is about? The Boys? Yeah, it's a superhero show. I think that's fair. No, it's fine. Okay, so I'm going to say <clears throat> he worked for he worked for Paulie Shore's mom. I'm going to say yes because he's a comedian, all mm-hmm. right. And then the other one is going to be the Rambo. You know what? James Cameron may have done that because I'm trying to think. You know, I mean, 
This was 86. That could have been 85. It's kind of a military movie, Aliens. It's got their space marines. I bet you're right. But Rambo 2, he's he's actually in, like, Vietnam. That is. Yeah, it actually made more money than the first First Blood, which I think the first First Blood is really awesome. It is. And then the one about he's the thing with... Okay, so he's going to be in some... So both the Paul Reiser ones are going to be true. But then the George but then the George Cameron or James Cameron is probably true also. So one of them has God. to so one of them has to be false. Choices, choices, Jeff. So the one I think is gonna be false. You know what? You know what you know which one's false? And you're trying to to get me on this. So so James Cameron is gonna be true. Okay. Okay. And the boys one is gonna be true. Why? You threw the boys is true. The boys saying. one, I think, is going to be true. You're saying that's true. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to say that the Pauly Shore one's going to be false because you're screwing me with me with this whole Pauly Shore thing. So I'm going to say the one that is false is going to be, but he could have done that. But he comedian. didn't. But he didn't. The comedian. The, the one with Pauly Shore is false. That's my final answer. So you're saying that Paul Reiser, a famous comedian, never played the comedy store in L.A.? Yes. That's how you do this. That's how you do this, folks. That's how you, you do this. You did get it right. You did get it right. That is incorrect. James Cameron did, in fact, write this script yes. for First Blood Part Two, right? Yes. And Paul Reiser was a character called The Legend or something in the new Amazon Prime, yep. The Boys. He's money. By the way, some of the other true statements I didn't use, one was Michael Bean had a lead role in the TV <clears throat> series version of The Magnificent Seven. Take a look at the picture on IMDb in your face. This one? That's from it. Uh, oh, really? Sigourney Weaver went to Stanford University. I It's also true. I knew that. Uh, James Cameron did special effects on low-budget films before breaking through with The Terminator. Mm, I would, I would have and answered that. I, this one I'm interested if you knew. Newt actress Carrie Henn only has one other screen credit, and it came 30 years after this movie. That's true, because yeah. I looked her, I purposely yeah. looked her up, and I saw only two credits in there. Yeah. She's, she's I looked that one up. I wish you gave me that one. That's why I didn't give it to you. I was like... He knows. Tim, I, so, looked at, I looked that up. Yeah, so uh, she's been a teacher for something like 40 years or something. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready to get... I'm, I'm ready, willing, and disabled. Okay. So Matthew Modine actually was cast as Maverick in Top Gun, but he turned on the role because of his views on the Cold War. Okay. Matthew Mo <laughs> my throat. Matthew Modine wrestled in high school, so the part he was playing was fairly natural to him. Okay. And help me with this. Was Linda his name Killer Modine? No. Okay. Linda Was Fum it Sukiyaki? No. Okay. No. And then, now I'm just trying to kill your voice. <laughs> and during during the first wrestling match in the movie during the first wrestling match, the movie during the first wrestling match, okay, during this first one, do you remember that? How am I going to get this question <clears throat> if you can't say it? I'm having a hard time. Can I just use a different one? No, I can't. 
During the first wrestling match in the movie. I don't care what you use. Okay, so the I got to reword it so it comes out right. The song. Sukiyaki. No, the song played during his first wrestling match in this movie yeah. was played by the band. That song was Ewok theme in Return of the Jedi. So the band in Vision Quest was playing the Ewok theme in Return of the Jedi during his first match. Does that, that make sense? That one I'm going to say is false because Return of the Jedi was about 83. And this came out in 85. 85. I, I just don't think, I don't think they used that. So I'm just going to say that one's false. Don't you want to hear the other ones again? Sure. No. Matthew Modine wrestled in high school, so the part was fairly natural for him. Possible. And he turned out a little... Didn't, you didn't say he was like a huge winner. Then no. I would say, yeah, I don't think so. He turned on the role as Maverick in Top Gun because of his views on the Cold War. Possible. He is weird. He he also was in a war movie. Gotcha. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yes, he was. Joker. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Ewoks being false. Uh, give yourself a big zero. Oh! He, he, never, he never wrestled in his life. That was the first time he's ever wrestled, and he had to learn how to do it. Yeah, well, he didn't do so. I I never believed them for a second. Well, no. Right? Yeah. Am, am I out of my mind? No. I don't think so. No. All right. Another so, zero, another goose egg. Another goose egg. <clears throat> it's, it's horrible. Here is the tail of the tape, everybody. We're going to the scoreboard. Why is that not showing up properly? How about like that? There we go. So... An 8 for the horror movie, a 7, an undeserved 7 for the sports movie, a 0 on my trivia, and Jeff got his trivia, so he is taking a lead now. Tim is getting shut out. Based entirely on his (laughs) trivia performance, where I am giving him great movies instead of the stink bombs that Jeff sends me, and I'm being punished twice is what's going on. So let's take a look at our preview for a next show, which is ways off. It's going to be March 23rd. Oh. Because we are going to Horror Realm, and we'll be talking about that in just a second, so don't worry, that's coming. Uh, but, yes, uh, we have... March 23rd? Is that March, right? Yeah, it is. It is, March 23rd. Holy cow, it's almost a month away. Yeah, well... Hmm. There's a lot of things moving in the area. <laughs> there is. So I hear it's a large um, screen television that's moving. That was about as subtle as a freight train. <laughs> that was really wow. Long okay, as long as that freight train is in Palestine, I, Ohio. Tell me about the bad news bears. <laughs> the bad news bears is awesome. It's it's the epitome okay. it's the the epitome of of 1970s little league baseball in any town USA. You have George Matheson, right? No, Bob Matheson. No, George Walter Matthau. Well, yeah, that's it, Walter Matthau. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is his movie. Okay. You got Walter Matthau. You have Tatum O'Neill. Um, he Walter Matthau Matthau takes over this team and. Shows them now, is like this to win. movie going to feature rape with young women? No, as well? no, no, like no. This week's? 
There was no rape this week either. Dude, you sure as hell was. Yeah, she fought him off. No, this is this she is just, him off, so I guess it this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun movie for you, Tim. I think you'll enjoy this. I don't think you've seen this one, right? I have never watched this entire movie from beginning to end. That's not a good I sign. I think I've seen... Well, I think it's one of those I flipped through and I went, oh, I know this is supposed to be a good one. I'm not going to watch it right now because I didn't see the beginning. I think it's one of those. I did see Breaking Training and Bad News Bears goes to Japan. Yeah. The only other one I saw was the, the one go to Japan and Walter Matheson is in that one too. Walter Matthau. Matthau. Yeah. Matthau. So... Yeah. Walter Matthau? Yeah. Okay, he's in that one too. He's yeah. hey, he also was in with um Raquel Welch in Grumpier Older Men. That's her, that was Sophia Yeah, Lauren. sorry, Sophia Loren. Yeah, so she's Forget it. Didn't sorry. just die. All right, so let's go to the <clears throat> I'm, horror I'm film. Sorry about that. Which everybody is excited yeah, for. Yeah, what is this all the about? Monster Squad. So you had a <clears throat> a basically Kids not acting like kids movie. And I'm like, I can do that. Here's the Monster Squad. This is an 80s film about a bunch of kids that protect their hometown when it's invaded by Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, and Frankenstein. And the creature from the Black Lagoon. So it's got all the main universal horror monsters. Uh, if you've seen the movie The Goonies, it was yeah. heavily influenced by The Goonies. Like, when you're watching, you're like, are they remaking The Goonies? And the answer is no, but they may as well have. I have never seen The Goonies, so I don't okay. know. All I know is that... Wait, but let me... Can I ask you something about Monster Squad real quick? You can. <clears throat> is it... The Monsters... Is, yeah. is it real? Like, Is it real campy, or is it, like, decent? It's not spoofish. Is it spoofish? It's not really... And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be, you know, super ho 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 because yeah. of the monsters yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. It isn't there, but it isn't like you're not. I'm not going to be making jokes like when you went to see Halloween and saying, "Okay, you better get your adult diapers." You're not. Jeez. You're not going to be particularly scared to hell. But honestly, when you watch it, what I want you to do is think: if I was a seven-year-old kid. Okay. This might, this might be a little bit intense for me. All right, In I can fact, do that. That's kind of one of the rips people have made. It said, you know, it's kind of a kid's movie, and I don't know that it's totally for kids. You know? All right. But I kind of like that. I watched Wizard of Oz as a kid. And oh, those, I can't watch those that. Little squirrel monkeys. But you know what a lot of people are looking forward to is only 14 days away. Two can, weeks? Can you believe it? No, I can't. Yeah. But it's true, just so you know. Damn. Uh, we're going to Horror Realm March 3rd through the 5th. And, uh, Jeff, you're going to be in doing an interview. I am. With Tony Moran. Tony Moran. The original Jason. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No, the original My Michael Myers. I'm sorry. I. Or were... James Bond. He also was going to play James Bond. But then he didn't. No. He was the original, I'm sorry, oh. folks. He is the original <laughs> Michael Myers um, from yeah. the very first Halloween that I watched last week. Yeah. And uh, it should be interesting for a guy who made a career from basically six seconds on the screen. I mean, he has some other Wasn't things. Six or so. yeah. He has other things, but. It's probably his most <clears throat> notable credit. Yeah, it's yeah. Pro that's what I mean. It's probably his most notable credit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to dig into that. We're going to dig into uh, some of his, his sports. 
And uh, I got a couple of other tricks up my sleeve for that interview. I got to get my voice back, though. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know what it is? Parmesan cheese does that, too. It's Milwaukee sludge. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, and I am going to be interviewing Damien Leone, who is the director, and the star, uh, David <clears throat> Thornton, or David Howard Thornton, I'm sorry, uh, the actor that portrays Art the Clown from the t- the movie series Terrifier TV series. Let, let me tell you, some horror movies, they'll make it on TV. Terrifiers, they're going to make it on free TV. Uh, it'll be about 10 minutes long. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Remember that, that creepy yes, clown picture? Yes. That was from Terrifier. It's, Is it um, like Collector? Oh, no. It's a lot rougher than that. Oh, my God. I'm glad yeah. you didn't give that to me. No, I want to give that to oh you. Oh, my God. I want to give it to you so much. But your movies always need more murder. But, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of murder, and we'll be talking to them at Horror Realm. That's right. Your your little friends, Tim and Jeff, are going to be doing some panel interviews. It's going to be a, a load of fun. We might check in, too. We might what? We might check in with a Facebook Live. We might. We might. Well, this is news to me. That's always great to find out. Thank you, Jeff. No for problem. Telling me what we're going to be doing. Well, we might. Okay. So, oh, look at this. We got a weather report. It, for those of you that don't know, we're in Wisconsin, and it has been really, really snowing a lot. Oh, God. The they streets look schools. good out here in New Berlin. Oh, so they could see past the meth deals. <laughs> uh, so Jeff should be able to get home safely. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, look at that. Do not drive faster than your guardian angle can fly. You know what uh, hey, Jack man. Burton says? No. Jack Burton says, I never drive faster than I can see. Do you know what Jack Burton is from? Uh-uh. It's from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I know that movie. I know you do. You've you've mentioned it before. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what Jack Burton says on a night like tonight? I never drive faster than I can see. It's pretty good. I thought so. Hey, let's see your David Schwimmer. I, I'm going to look away because when I look away, his David Schwimmer impersonation is so good. I can't tell that David Schwimmer's not here. Okay, go ahead. Hey, come on, Rachel. Rachel, you know you want to be out with me. Come on. So you know what? I like the girls don't like me. Where's my monkey? It's time to close the grip. <laughs> it's time to close the grip to call a game, everybody. That's it for this week's show. We'll be back in about a month. Thank you all for watching. Remember to share and subscribe to our show and feed. Check us out at Horror Realm. Come out live. Uh, if if you say the secret word to Jeff, he might just give you a koozie. So you can find the What's show. The oh, should we tell him? What I don't know. But I don't know what the word is. Well, then that's actually good. But okay. If you say the secret word to Jeff, or if you trigger him. Yeah, actually, that's it. If you trigger Jeff, you can get a koozie. <laughs> it's not difficult, everybody. Yes, it is. It is not easy. It is not difficult to trigger Jeff. Just bring up Moneyball or uh, bring up uh, Craig Council, oh, what God. a great baseball manager he is. 
or, uh, you know, anything of that nature, he'll get triggered and you'll get a koozie. So, <laughs> that's how it goes. You can find the show at otherworldlyculture.com and you can follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other fine places that you find podcasts. And as always, our show is exactly 60 minutes long. So... <laughs> Wow, it's a long one today. Yes, it is. If it is sports, it's a home run. If it's horror, run, run home. home. We're dead on the bases, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get triggered, and you'll get a koozie. That's, not what, yeah, that's, that's the new merch. That's what's going to say on the new merch. That is going to be it. Okay, come on. Let's go. There it goes. I don't even know. My throat hurts. Matthew Modine is going to play CraigCouncil.com. You, I could see him as Craig Council. Could you not? Oh, yeah. Do perfectly. you know what Craig Council looks like? He looks like uh, Indiana Jones. No, no, no. He Remember looks that. like Indiana wait, Jones, wait. ladies You're going to see this. Craig Council. Oh, my God. Portrayed wait, do you see what he looks like? by Matthew Modine. Here. Do not. Doesn't that look like Matthew Modine? And then you he go back to a, look, 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 look. Shave younger. Look. He looks a shave. Oh my younger. god! I I cannot like you Matthew know, Modine anymore. 